1: What's going on, everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome back to the Rise of the Young podcast. And on today's episode, I am very excited to say that I had the pleasure of sitting down with an individual known as Nick Santanastasso. And his story is by far one of the most inspirational and motivational stories I've ever had the pleasure of hearing If you don't know, Nick was born with no legs and one arm, and the fact that he's been able to persevere through his challenges and overcome his obstacles to now be such an inspiration to millions of people all over the world, he just got back from a China speaking tour, and overall, the speech that I heard of his, we actually spoke at the same event in Tampa, Florida, known as Social X. And literally, when I heard him speak, I I began to pretty much cry because his story and the way he tells it is, like I said, one of the most phenomenal stories ever. And overall, I know it will be amazing for you to listen to. So that being said, I want to introduce the one and only Nick Santanostasso, and I'm going to be playing the audio clip that we got while in Tampa. So go ahead. Sit back, relax, and give it up for Mr. Nick Santanastasso. What's, What's going on, everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome back to the Build Your Empire podcast. We got the legend, Nick Santanastasso, and we're here in Tampa, Florida. Pleasure it's to have you on the brother. I'm excited. Dude, so first things first. Yesterday, I'm sitting in the audience, hearing you speak. I've been following you for a while on your Instagram, just, like, seeing everything you're doing. I'm like, dude, like... You not only are changing my life and millions of others, but it's, like, you truly bring perspective to, like, what you're speaking on, but you do it in a way where it's, like, authentic, you make jokes, you're funny, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you know what you have, and you're, like, completely taking full advantage of it. So, first off, I just want to say thank you for, like, everything you're doing, brother, because, like, yesterday, like... I know how the entire audience, man. They were getting teared up. They were crying, and like then you switch it up, yo, emotional roller coaster. And, That's you know, my job, you know. So like it's amazing, man. Honestly, and it's, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show for sure. I'm excited,
2: and it's just, it's just like that emotional roller coaster, right? Like just, yeah. I need to make everyone, not only as a speaker, like you need to go on there and realize that it's not about you; it's about everyone else and yeah. their comfortability and them being vulnerable and transparent. And so it's just like you know, you got to make them laugh, you got to make them yeah. cry, you got to make them piss off at of themselves. And so... <laughs> It was good stuff. I was oh, sweating. Sure, right? I, was, I was soaked. I always, I always build up so much energy when yeah. I speak because I'm a little dude. And just yeah, like yeah. my back soaked, my like it's, it's wild. <laughs> so so wait, how long
1: have you been speaking now? It's
2: been two years.
1: Okay. It's, it's been, been two years. Yeah.
2: So we created the, the speaking company probably two years ago. And it was funny because we were self-reflecting on this. And like at first, like no one knew me in the speaking industry. Yeah. So I was coming up. I was the Viner and yeah. I was the bodybuilder and kind of the model, but not speaking right. And okay. so just started building credibility. You know and and yeah, things yeah. like the book, like doing yeah. things like the book i got I got published in Forbes magazine, but okay. I, like I, I we were talking about this yesterday. I want to start educating people i'm going to I want to create like a course or something where I could teach people not only how to build a speaking company but how to speak.
1: yeah, I think well, it's a great saying, idea has speaking always been like Because like, for me like I used to hate public speaking' yeah. I up in the middle of class, like I would hate it like was that always your thing or was it something that kind of like grew on you yeah as, as you had a story to tell that's, that's a great that's question, so
2: my my you know like. My dad is, like, kind of weirdly always right, you know, like, you know, does that make sense? Like, you know, like, dad's having superpowers or something, but my dad would always tell me, like, you're going to be a speaker, you're going to be on, like, broadcast, like, air. He's like, yeah. you have a great voice, like, yeah. I also also sing, so he always wanted to be a singer, but anyway, um, when I was in, like, fifth and sixth grade, I had a, a guidance counselor, and she, they called me Nikki then, and she was like, Nikki, like, if I help you write a speech for like the DARE program will you do it on stage (laughs) with everyone and I'm like you know super uncomfortable situation but like yeah sure so I wrote a speech and that was my first ever speech um where it's just like I was I was like reading (laughs) off a paper but like people were like yo man you could be a great speaker you know and I like at that age I'm like no I don't want to be a speaker you know probably thinking about being an astronaut or something like not a speaker um but it grew on me there was two things it grew on me one when when I met Ratmir my business, one of my business partners, he opened my eyes up of like, dude, like you could be doing this big, like immediately, the first time he met me, he was like, you could be on stage with Tony. You could be on stage, like just started. And I wasn't too, I guess, deep into the personal development space. I wasn't Mm -hmm. doing much of it. And so Ratmir opened my eyes. But then when I started speaking, I think my first year, even, even if we were just like doing it for free, right, just to get out there, like I probably spoke like 50 times that year, my first year. And like Repetition, yeah, like just became a monster. For sure. And just like I think, as a speaker, it's like speaking, right? But it's the confidence and the energy that you put behind yeah. it. Like people want to know that, like you fully believe, you fully walk the walk. You know, talk the talk.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the phenomenal things because I obviously saw you speak yesterday at Social X. Shout out to Justin and the whole J-Cap. team. And, um, like, you were, like you said, bringing people through these emotional roller coasters, but you always found a way to, like, have a story attached to it. And, like, you were telling the story about The Rock and on the flight and, like, going over, like, your personal, like, emotional roller coaster. You know what I'm saying? And, like, to me, I feel like you did that, like I said yesterday, that was the best speech I've ever heard, like, hands down, like, 100%. And I'm not even just saying this because you're here, like... The impact that you had and, like, the confidence you bring to the table, it's phenomenal. But the first thing I want to say is the people watching this, obviously, I've known your story. I've been following you for a while now. I've seen your social media crushing it, almost a million followers, and you truly created this worldwide impact. But for the people that may not know, I don't want to spend too much time on the entire backstory and spend 30 minutes on it, like a a, a lot of podcasts. (laughs) I just want to kind of give it to them, like, where are you from? Like, how did you grow up? Obviously, with... When you were born, I know you talked about it yesterday, it's yeah. like things were different, yeah, right? Yeah. And people watching this video, you can see that. And I believe the people that you said have a real disability is the mindset. And you, oh, you really, you yeah. really I got touched fired on that. Yeah. And that shit hit me hard, brother. Like, I was like, that is... The truth, yeah. because that's the only thing you can control, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'd love for you to just kind of give yeah. people, if they don't know who you are, where you're from, what you do besides speaking, yeah. I'd love for you to kind of just give the brief rundown. Yeah, absolutely.
2: So I was born in New Jersey, I was born in North Jersey, and then we moved to Jersey Shore, and so I spent the majority of my life, I'm 22, I spent all of high school, I mean you know, all, of my, all of my school um, in Jersey Shore, And but basically I was born with super rare genetic disorder called Hanhart Syndrome. And so, at the time of my birth in 1996, I was the 12th baby in medical history that they've ever seen it happen to. And out of the 12, 8 have passed previously, and so they gave me a 30% chance to live. Survived that, and um, from there, just, my parents were, like, the cultivators of my mindset, right? Because that's yeah. what parents do. And so, basically, like, they were just like, yo, this is your situation. Like, warm yeah. with no legs one arm. Like, things are going like, to take a little bit more time, Nick, and, you know, you're going to have to fool around with things, and, yeah. you know, and just they didn't treat me any different that was the superpower like yeah. they didn't coddle me like you know like I probably got beat up more than like regular kids like I have <laughs> yeah. siblings like I got thrown into the mix okay. like that is what what propelled me because there was no holding back like he let Nick fall on his face like if you try yeah. to get on a chair and he falls like oh whatever you know yeah. like I think I think that was a huge role in my life and so growing up you know I had a great support system had great friends and But kind of like middle school and high school dropped into that low point. I think we all struggle with something in middle school and high school. It's like a totally, right? (laughs) Like you're just coming out, right? Totally. And so,
1: (laughs) graduated last year. Exactly. And so
2: like we all struggle with something. I want you guys to take a sense of comfort in that. Like we all struggle with something. Like don't think you're different. I mean like don't think you're weird or out of place because you're going through some stuff, right? Yeah. And so I went through some stuff and – I started looking for an out, right? Uh, bowling, and then I I wanted to be a wrestler. And this arm was, you know, five inches longer than it is now. My bone was growing faster than my skin, so I made the decision to amputate it so I could wrestle, just for a shot to wrestle. Yeah. And you know, like we can even self reflect on that point. Like, what are you willing to give up? You know, what are you willing to do? Like, just for a shot, just yeah. for a shot at your dreams, yeah, yeah. right? And so, like, the reason why I share stories like that is because not not to say, hey, look at me, but the, like, perspective's everything, yeah. man. Like, if you can just be in a room with a bunch of people that are crushing it or are on their way or whatever it may be, but can see how they, what their problems are and how they overcame things. Like that's the most powerful thing. Like man, sure. perspective and experience.
1: Yeah, that's, that's so powerful, man. So, so wrestling, you touched on that yesterday. Yeah. That was the past few years. When did you start wrestling?
2: Yeah. So my sophomore year, we did the surgery. Okay. I never
1: wrestled before. Like, I, dude, I did not know you were 22. When you said that yesterday, I was like, dude, cause I'm 18. I thought you were like 25, 26. Yeah. And I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. Like what year did you graduate high school? 14, 14 2014. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's so sick. Wait,
2: so it would have been in high school together? Or no? I, you mean you Maybe graduated I graduated and you came in. You graduated in 2014?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I came in at uh, like 2014.
2: Okay. Nice. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, wait, wait what, what did you say? I forgot.
1: <laughs> uh, I said wrestling. So yeah. Like when, when did that take place? Obviously, you said you had the surgery. Yeah, sophomore you year. You wanted to have that, that chance. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of people like they're willing to take that chance in whatever it is in life. So you took that chance, amputated. So for a
2: year, amputated the arm. Junior year, came out from my wrestling team, was a JV wrestler, and basically just told my guys, like, my best... It was all my best friends in the room, right? And I was like, just put it on me, you know? Like, don't hold back, right? Because people aren't going to hold back in the real world, and people aren't going to hold back on the wrestling mat. Like, you know, like, just... It's kind of like prepping for life anyway. (laughs) And so, you know, they beat me up, and, you know, I lost, and um, actually, there was a kid at at the event at Social X that... Wrestled on a another team, like in high school. Wait, on the like, same team no, not the same team, but, but okay, like we it. versed each other. No way. I didn't wrestle him, but our teams versed each other. Oh, and he knew terrible. me as the as the <laughs> wrestler. That's He's like, dude, like I can't believe it. Um, but senior year, I came out as the 106 pound varsity wrestler from a yeah. high school, and this like was like that morale boost, right? I wanted, I was labeled an athlete, I was labeled a varsity athlete, I was leading the team when I when I, it was like I think it was the funniest thing. My wrestling career is such a big troll, right? Because not only was I popping <laughs> off on Vine, like okay. literally, like Vine demographic was all kids, right? So I was like a superstar in high school, like at yeah. my senior year, and I think it was like the biggest troll because like wrestlers like. We run out, and I would lead the team, and I'd lead the team, and then we'd do our huddle, and I'd go yeah. out and get my butt kicked every time. Like, I look like, you know, I'm like I'm bumping up, I look like, yeah, yeah, I look like such, such like an intimidating, like, oh, my God. Like, and I'd just go out and get my butt kicked. Um, but I loved it, you know. It was a, it was a challenge for me. But um, like I said, the, the impact that I had on other people um, really opened my eyes up to, you know, the superpowers.
1: Yeah, that's insane. So what, you did that... Um, or junior year, senior year? Junior year, senior year. Okay. Junior
2: year, I was a JV wrestler. Senior year, I was a varsity wrestler. And then senior year, I also was doing the Vine. Okay. And like literally, I would go to like other schools and the cheerleaders would be cheerleading for me and like take oh a picture with me. But I stopped. Like I wasn't, I, I, had, I was two and 17 my senior year. Like, okay. oh man. And then I I kind of self reflecting and like I wish I would have started lifting. Like imagine if I started lifting freshman year, but then like would I be sitting here with you if I, yeah. you, right? Like, so like, yeah, I just take sure. things as it is, you know, because you never for know sure. what where that path would take you. I could be wrestling in college right now. Who knows?
1: I'm saying, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, graduated 2014. Yeah. Like, before we move on to like high school in a sense, that like you said, like everyone has their challenges and I believe that people can definitely like learn a lot from you and yeah. through your experiences. Yeah. Like, what would you say, because I think people up to this point in the podcast, like they're listening like, boom, did wrestling, you're all confident, you're killing like, what it. Wasn't some of the, that way, yeah. What were the, some of the times like, especially throughout high school where it's like you're finding yourself, you're trying to figure out who you are with yeah. the group of friends you're in. You know what I'm saying? Like what were some of the times where like you had to really self reflect or you weren't confident and you were really getting down to yourself because like when you're talking about yesterday, it's like, there's always the, the pros and cons, right? Yeah. So for you, what were some of the times that led you like, into that dark world yeah. and how did you actually get out of it? Yeah,
2: absolutely. So dude, driving in a car and seeing kids riding their bikes. I'm just like, mm-hmm. dad, like, can I, can I ride a bike? And I'm like, eh, I don't know, Nick. Yeah. And then my dad went and got me a three-wheeled bike. My dad always wanted to make sure I was good. <laughs> Shout out to you, pops. All well, my yeah. parents in general. But, like, yeah, seeing kids, like, riding bikes. That's and then um, middle school, like, um, your formals. Like, your, I didn't yeah. go to any of that. Really? I didn't go to any of my dances. Like
1: prom, Throughout middle school,
2: high school, I never went any, any of my proms or formals except one. I went to one okay. winter formal. Um, but, yeah, middle school, you know, in high school, I think, like I was saying on stage, I think we all want the other energy whatever you crave right the masculine energy the feminine energy like mm-hmm. girls were a big deal like girls just yeah. like we're guys like that's how it is like in especially in middle school and high school yeah. everyone's like i want a girlfriend yeah, right <laughs> and sure. so like i didn't i didn't get that i didn't get that energy mm-hmm. i didn't get that love and so and especially like sharing the story about the girl like making fun of me on the bus like yeah. it just it's stacking Like humans, we stack, bro. Like we either stack positively or we stack negative. And so, like having a girl say that to me, like I immediately was just started thinking about these thoughts of like, dude, you're disgusting. Girls don't like you. Like you're a freak. And like, like how you gonna walk to the locker and open her locker? And is she gonna want to hold your finger or hold your hand? Like, like all like stacking, just digging myself so deep. And that's and humans, like we're very disempowering creatures. And so if you let it happen, it's gonna sink you. And so my advice, like, so girls were my biggest suicidal trigger, and I didn't. I wasn't able to reframe mental until after high school, by the way.
1: Okay.
2: Um, but during high wow. school, I was just in this low point. And so for those, of the, for those of you that are in a low point, like, the biggest key is self-awareness. So one, realizing, like, the state you're in, realizing your physiology, like, the, the words that are going through, the thoughts that are going through your head, um, and, like, sitting in, sitting in the guck. You got to yeah. sit in the mud for a little bit. Yeah. Like, that's the only way for you to sit there, <laughs> self-reflect, and go, wow, I don't like the way I'm feeling right now. I oh, don't sure. like the thoughts that are going through my head. Let me switch that. But that's the thing that, you know, it's hard for people to switch those thoughts. They just get into this zone and they're just like yeah. digging themselves deep. And so my advice is like self-awareness, boom, realizing you're the state you're in, but then like, you got to sit in your mud, you got to sit in the muck and then reframe it, get yourself out of that. Start thinking positive thoughts. And so with the reframing that changed my life, which I, this only happened like two, two years ago. Um, I realized that with girls, right? If a girl doesn't want to be with me because of who I am or further a conversation or have a deeper connection with me because of my physical differences, well, then these physical differences are an organic filter and it's weaning out the type of girls that I don't want in my life anyway. Yeah. And like, that's how so empowering strong. is that's that? So like, strong. how empowering is that? And and that's for all of you guys out there, right? Like everything's about reframing. It's just the meaning you attach behind things. It's like you can have a victim, victim frame or a victor <laughs> frame, right? Yeah. The Victor Frame is what we all need. I just came up with that. Okay, the Victor up... Frame or the
1: Victor Frame? I like it. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Stick it to it on the podcast. So, so t- kind of to jump a little bit, I see that you're all tatted up. Super dope. Oh, us. When, no, when, I'm was, just kidding. Okay. when was the first tattoo? My first tattoo was
2: my ribs. Okay. Um, the eye looks like a J. I'm over it, but uh, it said Inspire. <laughs> okay. And so I got the, my parents let me get that when I was 16. Um, and also if you were a wrestler and you had a tattoo, you're even more intimidating. So (laughs) even bigger troll, like, Oh, he has a tattoo. He must beat me. And then I just lose. Um, but inspire because I feel like if I can, at that age, at 16, if there was one word that I wanted to do was inspire, just like help, you know, that that's when I finally realized the impact I have on other people and helping people fulfills me, makes me feel good. It fills up my lantern. And you know, like, so that was my first tattoo um and then my whole arm was kind of like a process and so i have three percent tatted on my wrist okay and so there's a lot of studies around three percent but one of them is like out of all the harvard graduates that there was three percent of the colleagues that consistently wrote down their goals and had a vision were exponentially more successful than the rest so three percent always a reminder who i am right three percent there's only three percent of the world that like thinks a certain way um and then i have anything but typical which was our wrestling slogan so anything but typical (laughs) and then i have a a dove flying into a peace tree with a key of happiness through it because life's like – at the end of the day, it's like all about how you feel. Mm-hmm. You have all the money in the world. You have no money in the world. But at the end of the day, like your quality of life is determined on how happy you are and mm-hmm. fulfilled you are.
0: For sure.
2: And then I have a quote on my bicep. It's a Kurt Cobain quote. It says, you laugh at me because I'm different. I laugh at you because you're all the same. And so like that's not Senty. just a Nick quote. That's an everyone quote. And that's going back to the fact that like the most attractive thing, the most sexiest thing, the thing that you can stand out in business personally is just being yourself. Your authentic yeah. self showing up like yourself every For single sorry. time. Um, and then I have some. Ja- I have a lotus. The story behind the lotus flower. Some temples, and then the dragon koi fish. Because in Hell Japanese yeah. mythology, the koi fish has to swim upstream to reach the dragon gate to become a dragon. So it's like overcoming yeah. obstacles. Yeah, yeah. And then all my my. I just got my chest all my chest all tatted. <laughs> okay, it's. I, mean, uh, I just want to ask. That it's super. Sad. Yeah, chest is all tatted. <laughs> um, tatted this yeah. is a perspective piece. So mm-hmm. like. One of my main messages is perspective. Like I'm all about perspective, right? So in the middle of my chest, I have an eyeball. And then inside the eye, because I like perspective, but inside the eye I have time because what's time? Time's fake. Time's not real. And yeah. then I'm blowing your mind right now. And then <laughs> um, strategically, like I have numbers. So I have, I have 14 tatted on me. That was suicidal, Nick. I have 16 tatted on me. That was when that's I amputated my arm. Yep. Wow. And then I have 21. I started my company. And then I have a 35 tatted on me because that's, that's my prediction of probably when I like settle. Like not settle, but like maybe with a chick or like a, a a woman, but like I gotta grind now and yeah. like like strike the iron while it's hot. Yeah. Um. So it's just like a big perspective piece because, like I said, I think everything goes back to
1: perspective. For sure. No, like exactly life. You, life's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, so nowadays, uh, you were saying yesterday, you're going all over the world speaking, and it, it, I think it's something that everyone needs to really comprehend because you're going from suicidal to thinking you can't do something to going all in on wrestling and then modeling. And now, like, fast forward, you're 22, a couple years older than me, and, like, you're speaking all over the world. You publish your book. You're hanging out with these legends, and you're still the same person at heart, right? You just only learned and grew from your experiences. So nowadays, um, like, what are you focused on? What are you looking forward to in the sense of, like, you're doing these world tours. I know that you said yeah. you're going to China and all these places. I'd love for you to just kind of give the people, like, some context about, like, what you're currently some doing. secret sauce. And some secret sauce about just, like, what you're looking forward to because I believe if people aren't following a journey, they, after listening to this podcast, they will be advocate of who you are what you're doing, and I'd love to give them some context Yeah, where you're heading.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. So I'm excited. I'm excited about the future. So right now, um, my plan, so focusing right now on systemizing the business of speaking um getting the funnels everything you know planned out um so speaking's like my main my main focus but my biggest dream as a kid was to be a singer and a rapper and so like i used to sing and my and my dad was just like man you have not my my dad like my parents always just like you're the best you're the best you're yeah, the best you yeah. <laughs> and um and so like young like young Nick I was 16 I tried out for American Idol didn't make it I tried out for The Voice I didn't make it and then I took second in Disney's American Idol and then I kind of just like kicked it so to say kicked it under the rug because I was like oh it's too hard like I didn't make it like literally no joke like I want to express my mindset of where I was as a 16 17 year old kid I was like I'm gonna go on American Idol win it like I'm gonna be famous (laughs) like so easy like I was just like yeah like like I got it you know and then it didn't happen and I'm like whoa like got smacked in the face with reality yeah um and so, but now reflecting as, like, adult Nick, like, um, I'm, I'm, I'll circle this around, but I'm saying, like, as an adult Nick, I'm like, who are you to, like, quit because it didn't happen? Like, you know, now reflecting on all the things that I did, yeah. I'm like, bro, you don't quit. And so this past year, my soul has been, like, Nick, like, make some music. Like, just mm-hmm. make some music. Like, just put it out. And so what I want to do is... I figured out that, like, okay, I can reach thousands and thousands on a stage speaking, right? But not all people go to personal development seminars. And so what better way to Mm -hmm. impact the youth or the world is music. I love music. I love music. And so I analyzed the industry and, like, the rap industry, like, it's not positive stuff. Like, you know, this stuff's not helping. Suicide rates are skyrocketing because they're talking about lean and Xanax and popping pills and I'm so sad. And, like, just, like, bad stuff. And so I have a few, like... Um, role models kind of like mentors and inspirational figures in the rap industry that I want to be like like Russ I love Russ like Russ it, Russ literally yes. I, I, met Russ. I met Russ um, I, I just guess. sent him I just sent him and all my guys my book okay. um, but you met Bugus. yeah Oh yeah. and Bugis so Bugis got the Bentley waiting for me <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so um, Russ like that's personal development you're literally like planting seeds while they're, you're listening he's talking about manifesting he's talking about yeah. Deepak Chopra like yeah. that's the first thing when I met him I was like I spoke on stage with Deepak Chopra he's like dude, like, you're doing bigger things than me. And I was like, I just need to let you know I'm good, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But, like, oh, like impactful. Dude. So right now I'm writing an album, basically. So right now I'm writing an album, and I'm going to – I'll probably talk to you about this just to get your insight, but I'm going to sure. figure out a strategic way to release this and, and how okay. I'm going to release it. Um, but literally, like, over in Asia, they love me. Like, it was my first okay. year in China. Um, this past year? This past 2018? year. And I, and I And I flew into Mian Young, and 10,000 people showed up to see me speak. And, like, I've never been to China. And so crazy. just think of, like – the impact I have, but um, I'm gonna collab with the biggest China rappers now, and, yeah, yeah. and, and do that, and do that stuff. Um, but like meaningful stuff. Like I have, like I have a line, and it's like life is a wave, and I'm staring at a title. I'm just trying to be the life for the kids at a suicidal. That was me coming step into my shoes. I'll crack the no legs joke first, so technically you lose like i'm trying to spit some like oh my god this is exclusive yeah, stuff yeah, i've there. never said that i've, not,
1: I've never <laughs> said <laughs> that on air yet
2: um, Yo. So that's just a snippet of one Where of my we go. Songs. but like meaningful <laughs> stuff like yeah. bro i want to move people for i want to go like i want to go out and like staples center like russ sold it out thirteen thousand people yeah, put yeah. them through a gratitude exercise get them emotionally peaked and then just like rip some good spit. music yeah dude yeah, but yeah, like yeah. fire like impactful meaningful stuff that yeah. you want your kids to hear 100% That's so dope But fire stuff That you can like yeah. You know buy that yeah. dude, You
0: know
1: what I'm saying To get rest on the truck Yeah bro?
2: oh no dude okay. okay so like Let's so No oh I've been So just so you know This ain't no like We really do this stuff This manifesting stuff So like bro I'm always like Russ featuring Santo. My rap name is Santo. Santo? My last name is Nastasso, so Russ featuring Santo, or Santo featuring Russ, yeah, yeah. or Russ featuring Post Malone. I meant Santo featuring Post Malone. I'm yeah. always manifesting that. Okay. Now. All day, every Speaking day. Speaking it into existence. That's so
1: sick, brother. So, <laughs> real quick. Book. Yeah. Victim to Victor. Yep. When did that come about? What was the inspiration with that? And just... yeah. Yeah, was to be for? fully
2: honest, I needed some credibility when I started speaking. So I was like, all right, I need a book. And, and my buddy Mike Fallett, he's an amazing guy, I actually just did interviews and they wrote the okay. book for me. And so basically it's victim to victor, how to overcome the victim mentality, to live the life you love. And I think we can all agree that we've all been in a victim mentality once in our life, right? When we, when we ask, like, why me? Why is this happening to me? And so I wanted to create a book where basically it's just storytelling because I think that's the best way to you know, share Or or teach people stories. So it's story, lesson, application, and then we have some strategic questions afterwards for people to self reflect on themselves. Um, But this was like not only a credibility tool, um, but a product, right? Yeah, like to totally. get a product there. Maybe it's a leak.
1: Like this This is so many things. Like totally. this is just like a very expensive business card.
0: Yeah. Right? Absolutely. I mean what
1: are your thoughts? Yeah, no, because I actually uh, – I self-published a book yeah. in 2017 called Rise of the Young. Same thing as my podcast and I looked at it as just like you a, said, tool, tool. It's a tool. Another form of con- a content. Like it's like you post on Instagram story, you post on Instagram, you post a Facebook video. I looked at it as another form of content yep. in a physical form that, like you said, credibility. But you can actually physically hold it, yeah. and it's not tangible. just like it's tangible. And like a lot of people, there it's so social media nowadays where it's like having something tangible whether that be like a golden business card or whatever it is. Like people remember those things, yeah. especially a book where there's context to it. Like I'm gonna read it on the flight home. You know, it's like yeah. and it's, it's a quick it's read. context. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And did uh, you I ever? I and it. did
2: you ever think you'd be able to write a book? Because I did not. At all. I did it. I hate writing. Dude, want to hear? <laughs> so the story about this book, right? So, Ratmir, it's early in our career. It's probably like three, four months. And he's okay. like, hey, bro, I need, I need you to write a book. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, like, no I get on my laptop. I get like 10 pages done. I'm like, dude, this is all I got. <laughs> I just wrote my whole story in 10 pages. I need someone to put some meat behind this. Yeah, yeah. And because it was funny, like, two weeks, uh, he's like, when do you think you have the book done? Like writing like writing yourself and you know, like I take a challenge, like whatever, yeah. I'm just gonna try. So it's like, yeah, bro, I've like two weeks. So like two weeks later I'm like, bro, I only got ten pages, like let's find someone. So Yeah. But I never thought I'd be
1: able to like write a book, right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Dude, no, that's so sick, man. I'm looking forward to get into it. So I have a couple more questions. So um we were talking about Ed letter earlier, right? Huge inspiration to you and Ed's impacted my life tremendously. And I know we got Mr. Andy in the room and he knows Ed, but um who would you say um nowadays in forms of collaboration or mentors like who are some of the people that you look up to that you've not only been around but just give you that like you wake up in the morning and you want to hear that person yeah and malet the rock whoever it is like who would you say some of your mentors are ed oh man ed
2: ed put me on like ed gave me so much confidence um and the reason why i say that is like the man's like top tier, right? He's like the rock, like just like in the speaking world, like so credible, right? And for sure. He, I want okay. This is gonna be a little bit long, but um, when I did the podcast with him, by the way, like when I did when we did the podcast with Ed, I was like, this guy's gonna be my mentor. I'm gonna kidnap him, like you know, like Ed, you gotta be my mentor. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna burn down this podcast and ask him to be my mentor. So I did the podcast, and he asked to be my he asked for him to be my mentor. Yeah. Um. But but what he said to me he was like. Nick I've been I've been best friends with Tony Tony Robbins for like 22 25 years and he said um you know I probably wouldn't be on this couch with you if it wasn't for that man and he said I want to be that man in your life like I want to be that Tony in your life and That's so like horrible. I was like you know him I just like he's a big cuddly bear but um literally like even then even on that podcast he was like man like even offline, he was just like, I think you're one of the best speakers in the world I've ever, I've ever seen. And I, I'm like, dude, like, I kind of looked at the guys. I'm like, this guy blowing, you know, smoke up my, you know, like, blowing smoke. Yeah. Was like trying to blow my head up. And, yes, and true, Ed yeah. was like, just like, no, dude. And so... I was writing, I, I write in my journal, right? And I write my goals as they are to been done. Mm. And so like one of them is I am the greatest speaker on earth. I'm the greatest speaker on earth. I'm the greatest speaker on earth. And so I did a, I did a live stream with Ed Milet on IGTV, like randomly, like he was just on and I like messaged him. <laughs> he like, hey brother, get in here. <laughs> and so like I'm in a car and he's, And he he said to his audience, he's like, I just want to let you guys know, like, not only is Nick one of the most inspirational figures, but this man, like, living and breathing right now is one of the greatest speakers on earth. And I was just like, I'm not saying this to, like, say, look at me. I'm just like, dude, that man, like, instilled a monster in me, like... Like, I, I watch, like Ed, like, Ed sends me, like, videos. I'll watch them before I go out on stage sometimes okay. just because, like, if a big event, I'm just, like, maybe I'm not in my zone. I'll just play like, yeah. watch Ed. But Ed, for sure. Actually, one of my, my first tastes of personal development was Grant. was Grant yeah. Cardone. Yeah. I read 10X and Be Obsessed yeah, and Be yeah. Average. What's and sure? that was, like, wow, I'm not doing much with my life. I felt like I wasn't doing <laughs> okay. much with my life reading Grant okay. stuff, right? Um, but Tony, I went, to a, I went to some Tony events. And, like, I'm just, I'm just a student of the game you know like i I'm like sure. i was in the the front row of the event the whole entire time like mm-hmm. looking at all the speakers and you know analyzing and i'm just here to learn and like i want to be sure. around you like you're younger and fucking sorry we can't <laughs> say that, can we, cut we, that off? we we, we, can, we can good, but good sorry <laughs> sorry and so i want to be around people like you bro like Thank you're you, bro. you're what are you 18 now 18, yeah, yeah. And just like crushing it so like that's Thank that's you, my bro. goal like is to just be with people who are elevating and you yeah. know buzzing off that frequency, and Absolutely. that's just like that requires people to drop your ego and realizing you only know what you know, like you only know what you know, and like you yeah, can learn yeah. any, you can learn like a, a golden nugget from like anyone, like the janitor yeah. or the CEO, like yeah,
1: yeah. come on, totally you no, know? that's the truth, man, that's the truth. So two more things to wrap it up, man. So nowadays daily life, you're living in Tampa, right? Like what does an average week look like for you? Because I think a lot of people, it's like. Sometimes it's routine. Sometimes it's all over the place. Like, what's your yeah, schedule like?
2: No routine. Okay. Um, no routine. I'm getting used to used to this busyness. Okay. And and the good busyness, rows, productive busyness. And so totally. I live in Tampa. I'm probably here 20 percent of the year. And Got it. so like I leave in a couple. I leave in a couple days. Again. To China? Um, we... No, 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 no. Okay. I go to Texas doing some speaking engagements, and then May to June I'm in China. So um, August, I'm in China. Then November, December, I'm in China. Okay. Um, but.
1: China's dope. I went, I've been there Yeah. Before. Hong
2: Kong, Beijing. Yeah. Beijing's wild. Yeah. So um, dope. <laughs> yeah. So just getting used to like the hustle and bustle, living out of a suitcase. Like I'm kind of used to it. I think everything's like exercising a muscle. So like you get used to it. But in the midst of the chaos, right? Like when I'm like, man, I got so much going on. I have to like be grateful that I have stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Because I remember sitting on the couch and the calendar wasn't filled. And no one knew that I was a speaker. Yeah. Like. I I oh, always sure. reflect on that. I'm like, man, like, forget that. Like, I'm so glad that I'm like grinding my face off and yeah. have things to do because you know I, I don't want to be stagnant. Yeah. And, and I For feel sure like right. that's when my darkest, lowest, lowest moments come when I'm not really doing much.
1: Totally. So last thing yeah. to wrap it up, it, this is what really truly impacted me when you made us do the breathing exercise yesterday. Yeah. And it was the music was going, everyone's putting their hands on their hearts, and after that you said you can't be grateful and sad or grateful and angry and you listed out so many different things that you can't be while you're grateful right and I was thinking about it like even last night just reflecting on it and it's like that's the truth and you just said grateful and kind of brought it back up to me so I'd love for you to kind of just go over that concept with people in your perspective because like I said that truly impacted me and how do you remain grateful because I think sometimes people get caught up in the business this is happening so many things are like Qu- quote-unquote like falling down on them but they forget to reflect on oh, their family or like what they can be grateful for yeah so it's wild how would how do you remain grateful on a day-to-day basis
2: um yeah i was just thinking about this too because maybe not in the morning i start my day off for gratitude because i'm i'm already like i'm a grateful dude but like i self-reflect all throughout the day i always say like if 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 every single human being at least once a day self-reflected on the fact that you are literally on a rock right now. You're on a rock and it's spinning around in the middle of like, we don't know. Do you realize like, we don't know what that is. Like, how great is life? Like, who cares? Like, you're in traffic. Like, okay, but you're still alive. Like, you have the the opportunity, the experience, like, feel air in your face. Like oh my god, like, yeah. I just want, like, and it, and it's hard for me to come off and say that, because some people just don't, you know, operate that way, but, like, there's so much that you can be grateful for, and, like, even in my situation, like, I know that there are millions of kids and adults that would switch places with my body in an instant, because they just don't have it like I do, you know, like, their, their health, or whatever it may be, like, there are people that have it, like, way in, in every situation, Yeah. like, in my, everyone's, like, and so... Like that stuff grounds you, man, like when your head gets big, like our our egos get get filled right like we 're yeah. around these people they love us and stuff, and just like that stuff grounds me and, and, and makes me realize like what 's truly important and that like at the end of the day like it 's about experiences it 's about love it 's about relationships, yeah, yeah. like yeah, money's great, but like yeah, we 've met so many amazing people with so much of money, and they yeah. just have that they 're not fulfilled yeah and so like to, and it 's and it's a muscle you have to you have to exercise gratitude. You yeah. got to exercise gratitude and, and a great way like with this is like holding people accountable. Like give your buddy a book or give your mom yep. a book or give your siblings a book and be like, what are you grateful for today? Like that's like a pattern that's interrupt. Sure. Like asking people what they're grateful for because they, they don't usually like, it. – yeah, it's a pattern <laughs> interrupt. <laughs> and how <laughs> about and, – and so like what he was talking about with the breathing exercises, I had them close their, close their eyes, put their hands in their heart yep. and six deep breaths because that changes your physiology. It relaxes you. It relaxes your mind. And I had people self-reflect on what they're grateful for and what they're proud of. And – was it hard? I want to ask you this: Was it hard for you to think of a moment you're proud of? Because a lot of people
1: have a hard time reflecting on a moment they're proud of because they don't reflect enough. Yeah, I, I think for me, and it was like I was I was bouncing. Honestly. Yeah, like, going from this moment to that moment, there was no like one yeah one thing. Yeah, you know, like, I, yeah, for me, and I, it was I was trying hard to like just I was bouncing like two, three, four. I five bounced six, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it, it definitely. And, and that's something worth, like for me personally, like having you do that yesterday, it's like, it reminded me like, I don't believe I do reflect enough. So that's something like after reading your book yeah. and just meeting you today, man, like that's definitely something I, I'm going to personally work on. Yeah. You're definitely that, that catalyst to do so. And how, how did it make you feel? Dude, it's just like, I'll text my mom and dad after. I'm just like, right. yo, I'm so grateful for you, man. It's just like the simple things, yeah. you know, yeah. like the simple things I feel like a lot of people take for granted and you felt great it, I felt phenomenal right, right? It you know, changed, every, it changed. everyone's just smiling <laughs> walking around end of the day it it's changes like, your state you know, for sure and, and,
2: and I think we all struggle with that is like self reflection right because we're hard on ourselves and you know life gets hectic and, and that's why I was like you, you guys realize you woke up today like yeah. oh yeah you're right oh you yeah. have, we have clothes on our body and you know that thing you were holding your heart you know that's, yeah. that's a gift you yeah. know it was given to you like oh man like look up into the sky more yeah like look up like look at like what this is like oh yeah. my god it's, it's sure. unbelievable like I, Absolutely. it blows my mind like I'm so <laughs> weird when it comes to life and like that totally. stuff like we don't know what that is still <laughs> you know. Do like people like just yeah. enjoy
1: this experience like we're here for like such a sliver of a small time like yep. this ride this ride with them, man 100% so to it up, man I just want to say thank you so much because i mean, grateful for that person. so grateful for you man and just what you've taught me in the last 24 hours is really going to stick with me but the people that want to follow you and listen to more about your journey, yeah. like where's the best place that they can follow you more, figure out where you're up to, figure out where you're speaking? Yeah. I'd love for you to just kind of give them some context so that they okay. can follow the journey.
2: Yeah, so um, Nick Anastaso it's the guy with the really long last name. Um, <laughs> but if you type in Nick S-A-N-T-O. S A N T O, everything bottom, will be linked down yeah.
1: below, 100%. Um,
2: and also my website's just um, booknicksanto.com, and so it's got all the information on there. But I'm mostly on Instagram and um, Facebook. I'm going to chat with you on more okay. things because I just want to sure. just um, – you know collaborate on some things hey, no, uh,
1: last thing we're gonna manifest this podcast You're gonna start oh yeah one? i'm starting a podcast yeah we're starting a podcast so okay <laughs> this guy's gonna come back on and crush it <laughs>
2: gonna do be, it the roles have been switched okay. um so we're gonna do that but okay. yeah they can you can find me i'm, ver- I'm very hard I'm, at, I'm not very hard to, to find um it's <laughs> the, sure. the, the guy with the really long last name and the no legs you got it um but yeah santo santa Nistazo, i'll pop up um and
1: if you guys want to check out, like, the Vine stuff, you can type oh, yeah. in, like, Nick zombie prank. My old high school self <laughs> will pop up. For sure, man. Well, last things, everyone watching, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the Build Your Empire podcast. Everything will be linked down below where you can figure out where you can book Nick if you want him to speak at your event. Listen to his podcast because they will be dropping soon. And that being said, Nick, thanks so much for coming thank on the show, brother. man. Appreciate, Appreciate
2: it. Show.
1: it. Dope. That being said, Wow. Just want to take this moment before we wrap up this show to truly reflect on what I learned listening to that podcast and being there with Nick. I just want to give a huge shout out to Nick once again. If you're not already following following him, please go give him a follow. Let him know you came from the Rise of the Young podcast. Like I said before, this was one of the most phenomenal, life-changing experiences of my life Huge shout out to Social X for putting on that event that we connected at. And thanks again, Nick, for the beautiful opportunity to just inspire thousands of people and millions of people on your platform. And if you're listening, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a review. Share this episode with a friend. Go give this show a screenshot, put it on your Instagram story, tag myself and at Rise the Young on Instagram. And that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to the Rise of the Young podcast. We have new episodes coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so make sure you stay tuned. Talk to you soon.